Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Golf Strategy School, the only podcast designed for golfers who are still working at breaking that milestone score of 90 or 100. If you haven't heard, we are running a giveaway in celebration of our 100th episode. Head to golfstrategyschool.com slash giveaway. Get yourself entered to win a buttload of prizes. We're going to announce it during a live training. We're going to announce the winner during a live training on October 13th. So you can even get extra entries by signing up for the training. So go do all those things. This podcast is brought to you by Super Speed Golf. If you're looking to hit the ball farther, coincidentally, what this week's episode is about, you can learn about the brain science behind hitting the ball farther in my interview with Mike and Kyle from Super Speed Golf. Head to golfstrategyschool.com slash superspeed and you can listen to exactly how they use overspeed training to help trick your brain into swinging your club faster. Like I said, this week's episode is how to hit the ball farther, but we're really talking about that effortless power. When I think effortless power, I always thought like Ernie Els. You just had such a smooth swing and the ball just flew. So we're going to be talking about two keys to effortless power. Let's get into it. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could be a more consistent and confident player? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, where we discuss specific practice strategies used by some of the best golf instructors from around the world. Here's your host, Marty Griffin. All right, so two keys to effortless power. First, I think it's important to kind of realize that Power has more than just the obvious bonus of the ball going further. It can also actually give you some more control because the further you hit the ball, the shorter a club that you can use, which gives you more control. Also, if you hit the ball farther, you don't need to take the club back as far. So that also helps you kind of rein in some control. Those are just kind of the the two big thing, or the one big thing that everyone thinks about being the distance, but the kind of You know, unsung hero is the fact that you don't have to take as long of a club so you can be more accurate. Anyway, slightly off topic, but first thing we're talking about is the backswing. So how do we get effortless power in the backswing? Let's talk a little bit even about what effortless means. Now, for me, effortless is when a series of events work together to provide more swing speed with minimal applied force. So you know, not white knuckling the club. We're not, you know, really using all of our, all of our muscles. We're not doing the, you know, the tennis player grunt when they serve, none of that stuff. So from a physics standpoint, 
in the backswing, the more vertical we can have the club, the easier it's going to be to generate that effortless power. And the reason being is for a golf swing, usually, and yes, I understand that there are exceptions. Usually that golf swing works in a force counter force or action counter action style. Meaning if the club is super duper vertical coming back, it tends to want to loop around and drop into that slot and get behind the hands on the downswing. This is exactly what we want because it means we're coming from the inside, which is kind of that good players move. And it helps us finish that kinetic chain in a much quicker fashion. It's like that whip cracking when your hands are behind the ball like that. And as we know, the quicker something moves, the faster it's going. And then the more power we're imparting into the ball. So as we're coming back, once we hit that first parallel, we want to get that club going vertical as quick as possible. Think kind of Matt Wolf, who works with George Gankus. He had won an event late in the season, and I want to say he won it with like an eagle from the fringe. It was ridiculous. But he's the guy that's got kind of like that little wiggle right before he takes a swing. And he brings the club back extremely vertically, and that really helps him generate a ton of power through the swing. So you also need to recognize that this is going to be a change that might take a little time. And it's certainly going to feel odd, especially at first. Now keep in mind, odd or weird doesn't mean more physical exertion. So it doesn't mean that you're putting more effort into it just because it doesn't feel normal. It just means that you're not used to this motion. And like I always say with all of your practice on the driving range, practice the extreme version, the over-exaggeration, because if you're practicing the over-exaggerated version, then you don't need to think about it as much when you go out and play, and play on the course because you kind of regress to the mean and you absorb it a little bit quicker. So again, backswing, let's get the shaft going north real quick. We want to get that as vertical as possible. I almost think of it as like a, a baseball player. You know, if you're if you're a baseball player and you hold the bat straight up and down, all of the weight of the bat is going straight down into your hands. So it's very easy to drop them kind of into the slot and get the swing going. If you lay the club off, if, if you lay the bat directly behind you, kind of in like a Julio Franco mode, then you have to put more force into getting the club moving rather than just letting gravity do it. So that's why I say get the club straight up and down as quick as you can. Tip number two is really in how we use our weight and where the weight lies throughout that swing. So thinking about how the driver's swing works, just like a lot of swings, we're going to have about a 50-50 weight distribution and an even tempo to kind of produce those best results. But to get more power out of it, we want to feel the pressure move into our right foot, our trail foot, and then come back into our left foot when we transition into the downswing. So the tough part for a lot of golfers, especially high handicappers, is to keep everything centered, keep that center of mass in the middle when we see high handicappers go after this move, a lot of times they drift way, way off and they'll get their 
center of mass almost outside of their right knee because they they turn the body without having any extension in the spine. So all they're doing is they're just essentially leaning backwards. So we want to feel that pressure move from the right foot to the left foot throughout the throughout the swing, you know, starts in the middle, moves right for the back swing, but we're going to stay centered. We want to feel just like like we were watching a track and field event and someone threw a javelin while we were in our ready position and that javelin went right through our spine so we can't move. We're just pivoting around that single point. So our head, our shoulders and our hips are all kind of rotating around one single point. So we get that weight going back. If you feel like you're swaying, you need to extend more in the spine, kind of chest up. And this is proven to help distance by just about every single person on the long drive tour. When we look at long drivers, they absolutely get that weight going backwards and forwards. But if you look at them, if you were to take like a telestrator and draw a line at the top of their head when they start their swing, you will see that they actually get a little bit taller as the swing comes back. And that's that extension. That's that chest kind of coming up to the sky as they're turning back. And then they're rocketing that weight back forward, getting that pressure moving towards that left foot coming through. Again, we're avoiding the sway by allowing that extension to happen in the backswing. So these are kind of the couple of ways that we can get extra distance from minimal effort. Now, when we're looking at this, this is how to get power. So most people think in power, they're thinking their driver. This is not something that is necessarily going to help you hit the ball straighter. But the stats pan it out. The closer you are to the hole, whether it's fairway or rough, the better you're going to score because the shorter your next shot. So try these tips out the next time you're on the range. Again, like I always say, over-exaggerate those motions while you're on the range. That way you can kind of regress to the mean and you don't have to think about it as much when you play. In case you missed it on the front end of the episode, Make sure you check out our giveaway, golfstrategyschool.com slash giveaway. We are giving away a pack from Superspeed Golf, and I'm also giving away a flag from the Masters and a pin flag from St. Andrews. Go get signed up for that. All you got to do is head to golfstrategyschool.com slash giveaway for more information. Sign up there. The giveaway ends on October 13th. We are going to announce the winner live during a training that I'm going to do. And you can even get more entries for the giveaway by signing up for the training. So until next time, everybody, I will catch you in the short grass. Cheers.
All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.